You're listening to 103.5 FM, the Sun Community Radio, WLSPLP, Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, and you're in Homeroom with Brad Saren. My name is Todd Molesky. I'm the host. Brad couldn't be with us today, but we are here on location at Token Springs Elementary School, where summer school is going on in full, full all of its glory here at the, <laughs> at the Token Springs. And uh, with us here is Shelly Weiss, the district summer school director. Shelly, good to see you again. Good to see you, Matt. Feels like Thank it was you. just a couple yeah. of... Weeks ago, we were talking about summer school, (laughs) and here it is. But we're also here with uh, Lisa Hennessy, who is the principal for the summer here at Tokens Springs. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. And Hallie Rohde, who is a teacher of one of the the classes that some of them that will... Uh, meet up with here later, I guess. Yeah, thank uh, you for having me as well. Yeah. So let's get right into it. What's summer school like here at Token Springs? What would uh, what would somebody see if they walked in here uh, during one of the summer I, days? And I'm going to throw that to Lisa and Hallie. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I would say I walk around this building nonstop all morning and see such amazing things happening. So if you're walking around this building, you're going to see um, kids building different structures, playing with slime, like doing all these fun enrichment activities, doing things outside, um, or reading, doing some math problems. Um, Kids are just very, very engaged, and they're able to kind of self-select what they're doing course-wise, so that's really, really awesome. So you'll just walk around the space and be able to see all of those amazing things happening and kids being like, enjoying learning and being really engaged in that as well. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, I think it's just a great opportunity for kids to dig deeper in their interests. You get a chance to do that more in high school when you pick classes, but they don't really get that opportunity in elementary school. So it's cool for kids to dig deeper into science or maybe like they learn about Dr. Seuss and that's not something that's a main focus in the regular curriculum. So it's a great opportunity for them. But so this is a lot of stuff that Maybe it's just continuing on what they learn mm-hmm. September to June. Is that is that the idea? Yeah, exactly. So um, two of our review type classes, reading and math, really kind of pick up where students are and then they can kind of engage in their current <coughs> level of skills and really enhance those. And then some of the other opportunities just kind of take, you know, skills that they learned in, in class during the year, um, but now they're applying it in a completely different way format or to different content that maybe they haven't been exposed to before. Um, Like I think about some of our kickoff to kindergarten students too, like these are students that are able to experience school for the first time and then they can um, also learn all the different safety procedures and what it's like to be in school and what it's like to ride the bus for the first time kind of before they actually come in for a full year. So. there's I, a lot going on. I can imagine I wanna, how valuable that is, though. Yeah, I mean, when you get so. to September, that mm-hmm. you're, yes. you're not dealing with as many students needing to pick that up as quickly. Mm-hmm. Correct. One, one of the things I was going to p- uh, pick up on was your question about building on what kids learned. Mm-hmm. Every one of our summer school teachers um, submits, we call it a curriculum summary. Mm-hmm. And every class, no matter if it's mad scientist or mm-hmm. oodles and doodles or whatever, uh, the teachers have to identify the content area standards that they're addressing so they continue to support and and we our job is to extend and enrich what they have learned during Mm -hmm. the regular school year so a great question Mm -hmm. thank you yeah Yeah. so I I wonder how those um, what you see in terms of how kids get ready for the next school year by having some 
classes in the summer. We talk about the summer yeah. slide a lot mm -hmm. where, you know, <coughs> kids will learn and keep learning through June. And then if they're not going to summer school, in, by the time it's <laughs> September after Labor Day, we're kind of playing catch up again, right? How does yeah. this help avoid that with, with the students that are here? Yeah, so I would say that, I mean, just keeping at the forefront doing some problem-solving skills, keeping at the forefront reading and um, having access to books during the summer is a huge thing to help, you know, not have summer slide happen. I also just think for some students, like having structures, routines as a part of their day is actually a really important facet of, you know, that summer slide as well, and you just are used to those routines during the school year, so having them in the summer helps you, like, get back onto those during the school year as well. Yeah. Do you want to add, Hallie? Yeah, I would like for, I think about during the school year when I have my students that maybe just met grade level in reading, and you worry about them when on summer they might not read as much or they might not have that structure of reading 30 minutes a day. Having summer school four days a week gives them that structure where they can still have that one-on-one -on -one support with a teacher and or work in collaborative small groups so that they're continuing to grow rather than fall back in the summer. Mm -hmm. um, Shelly, how does oh, that? I want uh, yeah. to pick up on one go, thing. Go one thing on they that. both mentioned was about reading. I am so proud. I'm so proud I wrote to the DPI about this. We're one of the few school districts that we have every library in every site open and staffed with librarians and assistants mm. and uh, the the teachers and the principals and the librarians really really reach out to children and to staff members who maybe aren't with us regularly or in this site so that they are very familiar with the library and all of the things that mm. it has to offer so when both of them mentioned the importance of that reading and they do more things than just reading in the library right. but I, that's something I think we, we really can, you know, uh, kind of pound our drum about because we, uh, we recognize the importance of keeping children reading. Yeah. Um, Shelly, I want to ask you, I know the, uh, we're here at an elementary school today for summer, <laughs> in the summer school program, but the summer school program in this district is large. Yes, very, uh, And very it goes, large. you know, K through 12, right? Yes. So can you talk about uh, how that all works? And, I can. Uh, and how and big please, it is? please jump in if I, I've forgotten something. First of all, we start, as uh, they mentioned, with K2K. So we actually start with our children who are in 4K, and we bring them in during summer school. We go all the way through 12th grade. When I say that, we have some students who got to the end of 12th grade and then discovered that maybe they needed just a little bit more. They weren't quite done. And so we have programs all the way, and at every building, K-8 and 9-12, we have uh, programs that address uh, specific content areas, but then also have enrichment opportunities. And, um, you know, I... Uh, all the programs are large. The uh, elementary is large, the middle and upper middle is large, and the high school and PPA are large. Mm -hmm. So all of those programs are very large and growing every year. And we tend to be adding more um, uh, enrichment programs, especially at the upper levels, because kids have an interest and they want to be doing things there. So Yeah. Um, this is one of the sites mm -hmm. for this year, but that doesn't necessarily mean no. it'll be at the same site no. every year. Yeah. I, I, I should say it's a beautiful building. It's yes. one of the two new uh, elementary schools that came on, on board last 
school year. Yes. Um, and it looks, it's new, it's great. Everything's, you know, fresh in, in here. And, and I know some of some work happens at other yes. yeah. bis- buildings to kind of move around year to year where the site's at. I appreciate that you understand and appreciate that. <laughs> I think we talked about that for we, quite a while on yes. a previous show, how um, that all works. The very first thing that we start with, and this started probably six months ago, is I start with our um, maintenance department and with our uh, environmental management department. So we look at what construction and maintenance needs to be done in which buildings and which need deep cleaning uh, during the year. So that's the very first move. So they are the ones who are really decision makers in which buildings. Last year, for for instance, you may remember, we had all the middle school and upper middle school at Prairie View Mm -hmm. because they were working on Cardinal Heights at that time. And so we constantly are responding to what the, the overall needs of the district and the learning needs of students. The other thing is that that we work real hard to be very environmentally conscious. A building like this that has been built to the newest standards environmentally, uh, we can heat, we don't need to in the summer, and cool this building uh, at um, more efficiently than sure. we can some of our older buildings. So the maintenance department really drives which buildings mm-hmm. we're going to be in. And so we've already started making those decisions for next year. Mm-hmm. And in uh, probably in August, we'll be announcing where we'll be at for our elementary, our middle, and our upper middle. We'll remain at the high school yeah. for the high school. And PPA will remain in PPA. I was going to ask about the cooling because my recollection of when I was a kid and I did a summer school science thing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any of the science. I remember feeling like it was just <laughs> overheated. It was yeah. like, like yeah. 90 some degrees in the buildings and fans were running everywhere. But you know, you get a nice building like this and the mm-hmm. other ones in the district, you don't have to worry about that. Yes. How nice is that for you guys that, you know, nice. you can, I mean, you can go outside when, right. when it's nice and you can enjoy yeah. that, but you can come in here w- w- in, in the times when maybe isn't so nice. And we get a lot of those here in the summer in Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. And we've got some kiddos on the playground at recess that are like, man, it's hot out here. But it's <laughs> yeah. like, but this is your 30 minutes to enjoy the weather. And then you get to go back inside to the nice, cool building. And I think it just makes it a lot easier for students and teachers to be focused on the learning when you're not thinking that, you know, you have sweat running everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to ask you, maybe, Hallie, you can get into this as being in the classroom. You've got to kind of incorporate some of that severe weather, you know, terminology too, in, right. in what's going on. You know, sometimes, you know, there's a, there's a watch, there's a warning. Mm-hmm. How do you guys work on that uh, in, in the summer with knowing that's maybe a little bit more prevalent than it is uh, during the regular school year? Right. So just like during the normal school year, we do still do drills and we just had one yesterday actually. So each month we do a fire drill and then yesterday we had a severe weather drill. So you kind of have to, this isn't my normal building during the school year so you kind of have to figure out map right. out so that all your students are safe you know exactly where to go and they know exactly where to go in case there were a sub as well and you follow those procedures you make sure that they're lined up they're quiet so that everyone around them is safe as well and we go through all the same things we do during the normal school year so that they're just as safe here as they would be at the school that they know very well so yeah and Lisa, this is, you know, still a functioning school. It's got to be safe. It's got to right. be secure. Yep. How do you kind of reinforce those messages to some of the young students, too, that, that are the ones that are coming in as well to, to maybe, you know, reinforce that as you're getting into the next school year, too? Yeah. So I think just doing the drills, first of all, is, like, very critical in 
terms of enforcing safety. Like I think about that severe weather drill yesterday and how our students like were able to practice, you know, like sitting and covering their head. And that's something that they should know if they're at home too um, during the summer to follow those skills. But particularly with our kickoff to kindergarten students, the students just coming into school, they have that awesome opportunity to one practice these drills with the whole building but beforehand they always walk through the drills as a mm -hmm. class um, we actually have a safety coordinator for summer school and um, who's been coming in and talking with all the kickoff to kindergarten classes she's been running through like what does a fire drill look like where would we go how do we know what's safe practice um, with those students and those classes and then we have um, Joe who uh, Benusa coming out to do bus safety our crossing guard here came and talked to the students about um, how to safely cross the road and they went out and practiced um, and so all of these things are just really really awesome for our youngest learners to kind of reinforce maybe what was told at home but ultimately help you know with the practice drills we have here and kind of introduce them to safety if that hasn't been introduced yet. Yeah. One, one of the other things is that all the same policies remain in place during summer as they do during the school year. And sometimes one of the challenges we deal with is that uh, people think it's summer. You know, I can just come and walk into the building right. and I can come out on the playground. And that's probably one of the issues that the principal and the teacher deals with that's a little different than during the school year yeah. because yeah. they have to tell the parents again no the same visitor entry policies are in place and the same procedures and no you can't be on the playground just because your child's going to school mm -hmm. here yet you have to come through at their office etc so all of the same policies and procedures are in place one of the things we send teachers very early on and Hallie could probably mm -hmm. attest to that is one of the first things they get is the emergency procedures so that they know what they are long before uh, they ever start teaching in mm -hmm. whatever building they're teaching in. Okay. Uh, it is uh, great to be here at uh, Token Springs, I should say. Uh, again, we're here at Token Springs for uh, homeroom today. Uh, uh, we want to reintroduce everyone. My name is Todd Molesky. We're here with Shelly Weiss. We have Lisa Hennessy and we have Hallie Rohde. Um, I, I, I want to ask you guys, we're going to have some a visit from the kids here in a minute, but how would, uh, touching off of what you said there, um, how would someone know that this is a summer class as opposed to a normal school year class? Is there some, if someone came in and didn't know the time of the year, mm -hmm. would they know? Well, first of all, uh, our office staff are wonderful and we are very fortunate. We've been able to have uh, repeat uh, secretaries that come mm -hmm. during summer school. So first of all, they're very good at giving instruction. The other thing is, is that we have uh, a very large summer school website, a webpage on the website, mm -hmm. I should say. And we put a lot of paid extensively with all parents, K-12, starting like in November, the mm -hmm. year before, and then as we get closer to the time, we communicate with the parents who have children in summer school. But we send out quite a bit of communication starting in November to let parents know about what's going on, etc. But if you are relatively new and you came just to look at the school because you've just moved to the community, our front office staff are very good mm -hmm. at, at sharing information with parents. Yeah. All right, we've got some visitors. Visitors here. Do you guys want to say hello and, and say your names? Do you want to say hello? You ready? Hello. What's your name? Honey. My name is Nathan. My name's Cole. 
My name is McKenna. My name is Mia. My name is Elena. My name is Shruti. Well, thanks, every, thank you guys for being on the show today. Um, whoever wants to answer this can jump in first. What's your favorite part about summer school? Um, that it's like you can have fun during the summer instead of just laying around at home. <laughs> Anyone else have anything to add about that? My favorite part about summer school is making fun experiments and stuff. Yeah. What, what kind of experience, experiments have you done uh, that have been fun? Um, we've made like oobleck and slime and we've tie-dyed things and it's really fun. Does it feel like a, a, a different than, than the regular part of the school year, summer school? Yeah, it really does. Yeah, it, it, but it's, it's still pretty cool to come to school. Yeah, it is. That's awesome. What have you guys done um, that will help you maybe for the school year? Do you, do you think about that at all, about how what you do in the summer gets you ready for the next school year? And what and I guess, first of all, what grade are you guys going into next year? So these kids are going into either th uh, third or fourth grade, okay. cold or fifth grade. Okay. Cole, do you want to talk a little bit about how the experiments we do relate to science? Yeah. yeah. So we've made like oobleck, that's like a non-antonium liquid, and um, when you put your hand on it, it turns into a solid, but then when you let it sink in, it's more of like a liquid. Wow. And you guys made that? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, so we kind of relate all the experiments we do to the Next Generation Science Standards, mm -hmm. which is the curriculum we use during the school year as well. But what the cool thing about summer school is you get... 75 minutes rather than just 30 minutes oh, so wow. we can really dig into the experiments and they can be really hands-on with what they're making and they get to take a lot of the stuff home with them too okay yeah we're talking about the mad scientist class right yeah. now <laughs> yep. okay but they might have maybe some of the other kids have some comments on other classes some of the students who yeah. haven't yeah, spoken does anyone, do you want to share about another class um we in rainbow looms we get to make a lot of cool things with rubber bands like bracelets and some animals like jellyfish? Um, I like Sculpty Spectacular because I like art a lot and I like making things with clay. In scrapbooking we get to like um, just like be creative and we get to like um, do things with like paper and put them in your binder so that you can scrapbook. I like Sculpty too because um, you can create things like it's not a sign to do one thing like it can look like anything but it's under one topic and you can just take it home and play with it <laughs> i like um i like yoga because um like sometimes if you're like feeling really down you you just it it teaches you to just do some yoga to get you back up again that's awesome how do you guys kind of keep this focused on I mean those are a lot of a lot of things mm -hmm. they go through how do you keep this focused and kind of hitting on the, the standards uh, that you want to reach and connect to uh, throughout the summer so for the curriculum you try to hit at least two to three standards because it is a three-week period okay. so I'm teaching two three-week periods and I try to find experiments that fit that so they are doing the learning that goes along with it but are able to have fun with it as well yeah Shelly, how, I guess I should get into some of the specifics here. How long is, is the summer session and how long in the day are they here? Sure. Um, this year, and we have changed this since I arrived. Mm -hmm. It's changed 
several times over that time. But right now, the total summer school experience extends over six weeks. It's Monday through Thursday. Uh, we have discovered that uh, families, uh, both student families and teacher yeah. families, need that little longer weekend. Yeah. And so that works out really well. Uh, we have at the K-8 level two three-week sessions. Students at that level aren't earning credits, so we don't have to worry as much about mm -hmm. the time frames. At the high school and at PPA, it's one six-week session, but all of our classes run Monday through Thursday, and they are the class proper's the cl classes proper from eight o'clock till twelve ten, mm -hmm. and we also have added this year at the elementary sites. So at the K four sites, we've added an extra hour in the morning because we know that parents, some parents needed to drop off their children yeah. early, and we wanted them to be safe. So we are offering an early arrival class mm -hmm. starts at seven o'clock for them. In addition to that, we also have afternoon classes that are they're not part of that proper time that mm -hmm. we provide busing and nutrition for. So we offer things like one of the teachers here is offering at uh, the high school a uh, wrestling class okay. and three teachers are involved with that and mm -hmm. that's for grades all the way from third grade through high school. We also have some classes at the high school that are in the afternoon, some art classes that are offered at that time. And then in August we will have additional classes and those things will be, um, they sort of are not they're not enrichment and they're not review. They're sort of in between. They're primarily at the high school and those are for students, for instance, entering AP courses, advanced placement mm -hmm. courses. Also, students who want to get a leg up maybe on the writing that is required in the high school, learning how to do more college-bound type writing classes. So we have several of those. We also offer a musical and that's done oh. at the high school and we start to bring kids who are coming up from Cardinal mm -hmm. Heights into that. And in fact, they're already working on that, getting the program selected, et cetera. And then we will do a community. I like that. We will do. The students <laughs> and the directors will do a community musical at yeah. the middle of August. And so that'll be available for everybody at the Performing Arts Center. So we have several different options. Another one of our super popular classes that actually the week before summer school proper started mm -hmm. and extends beyond is strength and conditioning mm -hmm. and that's for all kids from fifth grade through 12th grade and they come at varied times throughout the day and yep. in a lot of opportunities. It goes a, a lot of the hours mm -hmm. of the day then. Wow, yes. that's amazing. Uh, you touched on nutrition there. Oh. Uh, and I, I want to oh, make sure we talk yeah. about that because it's that, something that's special. something important that continues through the summer yeah. is that, uh, you know, kids get that you don't want there to be a gap there in kids that need that nutrition. Right, and, and, the, and the students may want to comment yeah. on that, but one of the things we offer at all of our elementaries is we offer breakfast and mm -hmm. lunch. And then at the upper middle school, middle school, and high school, we offer lunch. It comes at a because of our strange time in the day. Sure. So it comes earlier in the day. But that's been very popular. In fact, this school has, I think, led in numbers for the number of students who have been participating because we keep all those counts. Mm -hmm. We also have another special program. It's a federal program that is run or administered through the Department of Public Instruction mm -hmm. that we can apply for, but we have to meet their guidelines. And what it does is, based on census data, not on student population, Okay. But on census data, we can offer free meals at some of our sites. And what that means is the children at those sites do not pay right. for their breakfast or lunch. Sorry for that bell. Well, you know, <laughs> live 
radio here, we've got the, the passing yeah. time, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 and yep. uh, it, the, they may want to uh, just comment about the breakfast and lunch because it's phenomenal. Yeah, mm -hmm. what, what do you guys like about uh, what you get for breakfast and lunch here? Well, don't everyone speak at once, so. Uh, she'll speak. <laughs> oh, I like that it has, like, a lot of food that, like, most people can eat. There's PB&J that not everybody can eat, but mm -hmm. most people can. But, like, there's some meals that um, everybody can eat, even peanut allergies. Yeah, and that's, you know, that happens a lot. I imagine you have to still prepare for those, mm -hmm. those kind of things, too. Anyone else have a favorite meal that you've had here this summer? Um, my favorite meal here is probably the yogurt meal because it's really nice because they do yogurt meal and PB&J, um, the whole week, every other day. So they do yogurt meal one day and then PB&J and then yogurt meal. Yeah. Awesome. The, the students yeah. get, and the, the teachers here do such a nice job too, the students get choices on what they have, just like during the school year. And our nutrition department has the menus up on, mm -hmm. on the website so that parents can look at them, teachers can use them. Mm -hmm. But the elementary, I love what they do, is they uh, do picture selections, especially mm -hmm. for these kids are a little more experienced, but our youngest children, like our K2K children, they need to see a picture to pick out what kind of meal yeah. they want. Mm -hmm. So they can choose every morning during their first star class what meal they want to eat for lunch correct That's pretty awesome so yeah we've got about two minutes left here uh, I want to get in the last thing about the staffing the last question about the staffing here at the school how do you you know fit <laughs> teachers into the right places Hal you mentioned this is not your your school for the regular part of the school year right. how, how do you uh, how do you get used to a new uh, building for these couple of months I mean, it's a beautiful building, so it's easy to get used to. Yeah. But um, I would say it doesn't really make a difference. The staff is all really friendly, so you okay. get to know the building quickly. I have a lot of my kids that I have at Royal Oaks here. Mm -hmm. This is where they come to summer school, so it's an easy choice for me to pick where I want it to be because yeah. I love the kids I work with every day. So I think it's just getting used to the safety procedures, which is most important that your kids are safe, and the rest is kind of you just go with the flow and get used to it. And Lisa dealing, putting together a, a group that's going to uh, be cohesive. I don't know if that's the right term, but, you know, that works yeah. together, that has uh, you know, a lot of the same kind of ideas and going to the same places, too. I just think, like, the culture and the feeling of summer just makes people feel really positive and happy when you start off the year. And then it's about just connecting people to the right people in the space and yep. encouraging open lines of communication. Um, this is my second summer, actually, doing this. So last summer I was at CH Bird for um, summer school, and there I think there are a couple of those staff that are here. So that was nice for me in terms of, wow, I know a couple of these people already. This is great. But the rest of the rest of the staff, like some work together, some don't. Some are in other buildings, some are out of district. And mm -hmm. it just, I don't, I don't know how, but it just seems to work. We have lots of communication, lots of um, structures, routines for everyone. And um, I just think staying positive has been... Um, a really easy thing to do here this That's summer. Awesome. Can I pick you get up the last, on that? Last, last word, word and then quickly this and we gotta is go. National Summer Learning Week. All right. Yeah. And so we're doing things to, we're hashtagging that out because <laughs> we want to celebrate the wonderful things that students do with their teachers and their principals in summer. All right. Shelly, Lisa, Hallie, and members of the class, 
thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having us in uh, to your building and uh, enjoy the rest of summer school and thank you. the thank rest you. of your summer. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm Todd Molesky. Thanks for listening to Homeroom with Brad Seren on 103.5 FM, the Sun Community Radio. I'm saved by the... Yeah.